At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will, here with John, and after some uh, difficulties with the club, we're here to talk about episode 2 of 28 Hours, Afternoon. Now, let me say this. I don't hate the new look of the club. I do think it was complicated, because I didn't get an automatic update notification, so I had to go look it up on the App Store. Actually, and we'll talk about this in our month in review. I think the new club is truly a great design because I think the original design was trash. Like it felt like something they just made in uh, what's it called Squarespace. Mm-hmm. The the one we just had was decent. I feel like this one's the most laid out. If I have one complaint that I'll talk about now on the characters page, half of the characters are brand new designs, and the other half are very poorly cut out cutouts from other albums. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we'll talk more about that later. Right. I'm saying we get brand new Marvin and Tamika art, but we have to use old Edwin Blackard from album 39. Well, you know if they made new Blackard art, everyone would be like, you just got me back! You clearly have not read this week's comic. I did see he was in it. Yes, I'll get ready. Your vision of Shakespeare is going to be shattered. <laughs> and it is Edwin, not Regis, so... Okay. Because I know that's what you're looking forward to. Anyway... No, but we like the new club. I tried to get in right at noon to listen to it. It kind of sounded like some people were able to hear the episode before the club dropped, but I don't know if people were just joking around on the Instagram, but I didn't want to have to deal with trying to find it. But anyway, part two is out. I don't know if part three comes out Thursday as planned, or it's kind of delayed a week. We're going to find out. But anyway, part two, it was good. Yes, it was better than the first part. Overall, yes. So, I'm I'm glad, I'll say this, I'm glad they didn't keep the Jillian thing hanging. I mean, we still have to, we still don't know if we can trust her. I mean, sure. That is very possible, especially emphasized by Chris at the end of the episode being, like, who can we trust? I'm like, I thought we could pretty much trust Jillian based upon that episode, but maybe you're telling me we can't. Or Sky Feldstein who we should have all known was Whole House's blind date. Should we have? Well, after he got a little uncomfortable about the TV station, but anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I also always forget Detective Whole House is supposed to be significantly older than a good chunk of the adults on the show. Yeah, he's supposed to be a seasoned veteran. This is Of true. the police force. I don't, I don't think there's been anything to say he was an actual veteran, so people don't email us. Thank you. So, one thing you said but last now, week... But now, look, there's actually... Watch there be evidence that he is, and now we get emailed that. I know. So, one thing you said last week, John, that I do agree with, is the episode felt a little meandering, because the writers knew they had to end it with the Jillian reveal. hmm See, if it were up to me, I would have maybe trimmed some fat from the episode, 
made it closer to 24 minutes and had Jillian breaking Jason out of the cabin be the twist. So she comes in and says something, Jillian, dun dun, dun 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 dun. Well, I completely agree. That's what I wanted to talk about that, that I thought that would have been a much more interesting, especially, I mean, it could come in later that like, she's like a double, like she's like double crossing people. And that's what that call was about. But that call makes like no sense in terms of everything and let me say this if you wanted to push some stuff because really very little has happened in terms of like the break-in which i actually think will be relevant absolutely but you could had it just starting with jason like being kidnapped some stuff with wit's end or some stuff with the anti then it ends with jillian breaking in and then finding out some more of those specific facts in episode two, along with some of this other stuff, could have worked a little better in terms of the narrative. Like, I would have been fine to be like, oh, no one's, like, Jason's missing, and then they go investigate the the antique shop and find the break-in. I actually think that would have been a lot better. Uh, and moving on to the Jason Jillian in the van scene, I don't know why Jason pegs Jillian for lying when he was also a secret agent, so he knows that's part of the gig. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm floating between I cannot believe they basically have Jillian be the most competent secret agent possible after having her play such a goof no 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 she tripped over a pot and broke a vase okay yes but apparently J- also apparently all these assassins are out to get Jason it's like um it's like Clara from Doctor Who there's another version I'm trying there's another show I can't remember what show, but, like, um, basically, there's some show recently where, like, a character is just protecting this other character and has no, no, like, sense that it's happening. I can't, I don't think it's Spy Family. That's, like, what's on the tip of my head, but I don't think that's what it is. The anime everybody is talking about. It is. People are talking about Spy Family. They have uh, t-shirts at Uniqlo now. Yes, I, I know. I'm saying it's blowing up on my Twitter feed. So, I, I guess this is just surprising, because, again, they don't have to set everything up. It is a little surprising to learn, oh, apparently all these people are after Jason, and this is the first time anybody's caught up to him. Yeah, let me say this. Had, a year ago, they had teased an episode where, like, at part of the episode is, like, Jason open like, that whole, like, powder trying to kill him, and there was something, like, Jillian, like, accidentally dropping it saved him. I would believe this was more set up. Yes. Where it would be like, oh, so, like, we thought it was her being incompetent, but she's really, like, helping Jason. Like, if they had played up that angle, I would have believed it a little more, but yeah, it does seem a little out of nowhere. But I do- will say this. I did think they had good chemistry in the car scene. Yes, and maybe that's why they switched voice actors. As soon as we're not having goofy Jillian anymore, they actually do bounce off each other very well. Yeah, and I mean, like, maybe... Because, I mean, clearly from the beginning, there seemed to be a vibe that she was supposed to end up with Jason. Correct. So maybe this was their long-term idea? Or maybe they were like, oh, we'll have Jillian, like, Jason get with this real, like, goofy, like, clumsy girl. 
and then they're like i guess woman i should use proper terminology uh this really kind of clumsy woman and then the fans are like no this sucks and then they're like we must rap on it and i can't tell for sure which it was you know there'll be an interview maybe where they're like eventually someone will ask them so did, was this always in the character or did it kind of evolve with the character well given odyssey's track record of once the new album is physically released they do a podcast episode answering the questions i would assume by october we'll kind of know all of that should we spam their question box this is the only question i want to know and we can phrase it something like that was it originally planned from jillian's inception or did it evolve with the character instead of saying or did you just make this up i mean i think it's a fair question I did not need two years of setting up the Jillian thing. But yes, I think we can all agree it feels a little out of left field. I like how they try to retroactively make some of those episodes mean something. But also, Jillian, under the assumption that Jason would hire her because she knows Jason so well. Yeah. Is this I don't the know. First... Oh, sorry. Say what you're going to say. Okay. Maybe she's appealing to something about Jason we don't know, and that's how they wind up together. But... Is this the first time Odyssey has used the term extrovert? I think so. Just because it's like, I feel like most of the characters on this show are probably considered extroverts. And I don't think I've ever associated that word with Odyssey ever, so. Yes, so that guy, that guy holding him hostage. As an Uber driver, I will say, those people do exist and they are very annoying. <laughs> Um, I, I thought he was interesting. Now, Will, it seems, if I had to take a guess, he's gonna be the character that gets redeemed. Yeah. <laughs> Some point in this episode where it's like, oh, actually, like, he'll, like, help the good guys and then maybe become a minor supporting character in the Odyssey mythos. For that two episodes, then disappear. Yeah. He Sorry, now works at J&J Antiques. Well, and you see, this is something I've been wondering. One thing about the club episodes was originally Jeff Lewis was kind of the a slight connective tissue of Jeff is the one who kind of inspired them to go out. I'm kind of wondering, are they going to get Jason and Jillian together? And then the club episodes are about their missions, or at least some of them. Oh, you mean because the whole setup is like Jason's talking about, like, if I kept moving, I'd, I'd never stay in the same place. Yes, and, you know, Jason was a missionary at one point, so. You know, it's not the worst angle. I wouldn't hate it. So, I, I'm just thinking, like, they don't need to have an end game. It's just, Jeff Lewis is gone. There's a little less connecting the club episodes to the normal continuity of the show now. But... It is a very specific line they put in there about, like, if I, if I moved all the time, I'd never stay in the same place. That little bit of conversation could indicate that's where it's going, Will. You're right. right. Or it's some setup for, like, a more world-traveling episodes or just something. Yeah. Maybe they're doing a spinoff series about secret agents. Well, we, they, got, we knew, they knew we got tired of the Jones and Parker detective agency. So now we have the Jason and Jillian detective spy agency. And Maury and Susu doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Okay, that, that was actually a thing. For some reason, going into this episode, I thought maybe this 
weird Odyssey's Joker, as John referred to him, was behind all of this. What? Did I say that? If you do, if people don't remember what I'm talking about, that first episode where Emily, Mori, and Susu team up and have to help Cooper find somebody, and you oh. kind of referred to him as, I didn't think it was going to be like, Odyssey's Joker. You know, this mystery part. And I realized, wait, that's the kid's storyline. We just haven't heard from it for like two years now, or at least a year now. So I guess it was fresh in my head. I mean, I feel like if that was going to tie in, they would have come in the episode by now. I agree, and there's already a Mori episode set for later this year about them moving into Wit's house. Yeah, my my guess is if if any character that's going to be super important to the story, at least in terms of the cast we know, will be revealed, will be in the episode by the next episode. We'll be in the album by the next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I think you're correct. I did also realize there was one other thing I had not thought about. Is it possible... They're setting up so Mori and Susu go with Jason and Jillian if they travel the world. No, I mean, you just said there's an episode about them moving into Wit's house. So unless it's a complete freaking disaster where it's like, they burned down Wit's house. Wit has to live in the Bible room in Wit's end. I mean, I'd kind of be down for that episode. It'd be pretty funny, but... Yeah, so... What else before we move into just general thoughts? The chairman. So one thing I had not thought about is Jason has to hide at the TV station. The chairman, Novacom, TV station. Mm. I'm just saying. Here, Here's my thing. I do feel like combining elements of the first and second episode. Here's the thing. I don't think I'm going to get to the end of this album and be like, wow, this really should have been a three-parter. Or even this should have been a four-parter. Maybe it could have been a five-parter. Right, but when you're doing six-episode albums... Right. It, it's problematic. You'd have to go with, like, what they did with Darkness Before Dawn, where it's, like, 11 episodes when it was, like, when it used to be 12. Yes. Um, and then there's a weird credit card window washer episode at the front of that album. Yes. Um, but I'm, here's the thing. There could be a lot of, like, build-up stuff that I don't, that, like, probably what will happen is we'll do these weekly ones. And when the whole thing airs, like, maybe after episode six, I'll re-listen to all of it and see how it works as, like, one continuous story. Absolutely. Because I don't want to say for sure, this should have been five episodes. But, like, as of now, I do think you could have combined combined most of the interesting parts of episode one and two into a single episode. I would agree, or at least up until when Jillian comes into the cabin and you do something else. Uh, yeah. I, and I'm sure they're going to do this. But one thing that shocked me was they dropped the chairman of it with zero context. I'm just saying, I feel like enough people will not remember that's the guy for, who was running Novacom. Yeah, I mean, like, 
if we hadn't brought it up next week, I would have just been like the chairman. I would have Googled. I guess it's like a Googleable, like something you would Google. Right. And on the wiki, it is the Novacom guy. Fun fact, though, and I feel like they should have kept this in. Originally, the chairman was going to be Margaret Fay. Which, I don't know if that would have worked, but it would have been kind of fun. Or at least different. Yeah, I feel like... Man, I mean... it's What what intrigues me most, and this is what my thing was. It needed, I needed to hook this episode. And it did say... Now, it's super cheesy, but then be like, this next 24 hours will be like a 24 hours the world will soon not forget. Yes. So yeah. we got we got worldwide stakes like with Novacom. Correct. And apparent uh, this is the one thing though. The the we make jokes all the time about why do people try to take over the world from Odyssey at this point? Specifically, why is the chairman doing it? Well, it's interesting. So they want like contacts at the NSA, right? Yes. That's like the thing. And I guess the twist could be that Jillian's working for the for the chairman right but his dialogue didn't seem to imply that but i could be wrong the other thing is and it was context for the nsa because i was gonna say why would they kidnap jason and not wit because wit's the one who brought them down technically tom's the one who brought them down but yeah true good old tom yeah rest in peace i'd like to think there's just a tom riley memorial plaque out where the shed was here is where Tom Riley saved the world. Yeah. Anyway, but seriously though, uh, the one again something I really like about the new club is it's easier to navigate. And something on the Adventure Club episodes are these little web quests they have you do. So there's a little video with Bob and Jesse every month and some fun activities. What I would like, la- maybe what they should do for some of these Odyssey episodes where they bring back old characters is like have a little context sheet. Yeah, that'd be helpful. Or at least on the episode, like, here are some fun activities to go with the new episode, or who was that character at the end? Listen to these episodes to find out. Yeah. Well, it's especially funny that they don't even, like, talk, like, like, Chris doesn't even at the end go, like, whoa, the chairman's back. Like, to clue everyone in, and like, oh, this is someone you should remember. Even though it's, like, right, she talked right after his reveal. So maybe it's a different chairman, because again, apparently, Jillian is the chairman was a joke for a while. Yeah. Which, we're going to get to that in a second. So uh, the person who gave me all that information did mention in the comment of the podcast that all that stuff was just kind of a joke going around the fandom. And I agree with that. But if Odyssey intends to make it canon, we sort of treat it like it's serious. That was kind of the point. Yeah, which I doubt. I doubt that's going to be canon. I don't think Jillian's... Obviously, how can Jillian be the chairman if she and Jason are together while the chairman's talking? It's a decoy chairman. Oh my gosh. No, So, I, I will be curious to see where this goes. There's a whole thing about fan canon versus canon canon that we can get into at another time. Yeah, let's let's wait for that discussion until the end of the album when we see that that's actually what right. happens but this is starting to kind of feel because i read a lot of these theories online just so i knew what everyone was talking about like an alternate reality episode eh, I, I wouldn't say that no well like if the episode ends with the room of consequence lights coming up that would not surprise me at this point 
or Jason coming out of the Imagination Station. It would surprise me for a six episode for a two parter, sure. A six parter, nah, they're not gonna do that. I well, trust you- I trust the Odyssey writers enough that they're not gonna pull. Uh, this was all a dream, Imagination Station adventure, Room of Consequence thing for a six episode story. Maybe it's like a radio play they're doing. Okay, stop. I, I that'd be even I, that'd be even worse. I I agree, and I don't think that's what they're gonna do. But yes, it, they are doing a lot of the Jillian fan theory stuff, beat for beat, and that's what's surprising. To okay, me. what what the fan theory that she was a spy? I thought that was the only fan theory. Well, yes, they did that one story beat for beat. Okay. And, well, then they brought the chairman back, and they did mention things like maybe Jillian bumbling around town was scoping out things to help Jason. Maybe. I mean, the, I, I I would say the thing with the chairman, like them referencing the chairman, is Odyssey doesn't really have that many classic villains that you could, like, bring back. Yeah. Like, that's part of the issue. And so I I think if Odyssey probably should be trying to develop like more antagonists because people love Blackguard, people loved Novacom, and so I mean that's kind of what they were doing with Mori, and I can't tell if that was always their vision or we've talked about the whole Mori thing before, but they need like yes. more overarching antagonists. And the truth is, the chairman really is it, unless you bring back like. Glossman or something. I'm a little surprised they haven't brought back Glossman because that that would have felt like a slam dunk after the 2016 election. Well, I, I know why they didn't. I, I don't think Odyssey wants to touch politics too much in terms I'm, of like politics like that, and I'm sure that's part of it because I I would not have like not in any sort of bad way, but given like his stance on the environment and being like we shouldn't have like. Like, it's weird, because Glossman at one point had, like, is, like, just, like, they're, like, what is, like, the anti-Christian political, except, like, it's weird, because, like, stuff with, like, well, no, I guess they did make the environment, like, Environmental Protection Agency people the villains in that Tom Riley episode, so I don't know, but I don't think they want to go into that. I would agree, but you are right, there's not, like, a re-rotation of villains, and to be clear... They can make up a new villain. Yeah, and please. It'd be fine. I, I'm not expecting every surprise reveal to be a character. Well, surprise reveal, maybe. I'm not expecting every reveal yeah. to be a character we have seen before. Yeah, I'm fine with, like, a new villain. But I think if they were going to do a new villain, they would be set up pretty early in. Like, they they would they would make it, like, clear or, like, tease them earlier or have them be kind of front and center. Yes, and actually, to some extent, I feel like saying Jason has all these people hunting him is sort of Odyssey's backdoor way of rolling out villains later. Maybe. I mean, I think they could introduce a villain here. Like, I, the other thing is it's possible the talking guy, they have plans for him, like, taking over for the chairman or something, and he'll be like, I'm not, like, I'm not just being manipulated by you anymore i've manipulated you and like does some weird thing at the end oh that could work now we should wrap up soon but 
do you think the world thing is just going to be some Novacom rehash, or do you think it's going to be something different? Well, that's a good question. Because it's at a TV station, I'm assuming, because Jason's at a TV station, I'm assuming at some point it's going to involve TV waves. Yeah, I mean, every something's going down to the TV station. They keep talking about Jason's just going to happen to be in the basement of the TV station, Novacom's back, this whole thing with the, the, the blind date. Yes, now, since Novacom is back and it's a spy story, I have to ask, what are the odds we see, Mitch? Man, I so I, I want to give you, I want to give you a piece of context. So today, with the new club launch, they showed had, they had a video of Bob and Jesse showing off the website and like, look at all this new character artwork, and they were very clear, like, and look, we finally have a picture of what Mitch looks like. I'm not saying that's gonna mean anything. It could have just been a joke, but I was curious, like, I don't know, maybe Mitch will show up. I mean. Mitch, okay, here's the thing. Mitch could very well show up. It would work contextually, but I feel like the, like, if they hadn't had that big send-off for Mitch, yes, the problem is they had a whole episode basically being like, Mitch and Connie are never getting together, and it's kind of like, they kind of ended it kind of bitterly. Yes, and now, and you see... Because there's a handful of new writers now, ones who probably grew up in that era, at least the Novacom era, maybe they will bring Mitch back to try to rectify that. Not get them together, but give it a slightly less bitterness from the writer's ending. It would be fun if they just had a fun reference. Like, even if it's something like Mitch shows up, even if Mitch doesn't talk to Connie... I feel like yes. even just some reference that he, like, works for that agency would be fun. I mean, I feel like Tasha is way more likely to show up. I think you're right. I just, it would be like if you did a revenge, I mean, you did this a couple of years after he died. If you did, like, your joke about a third Blackard sibling and not have Richard Maxwell show up in some capacity. What if, what if the chairman, because we don't really know who he is, right? No, I think he was just the chairman. Watch it be a third Blackguard sibling. I mean, the Blackguard was behind Novacom the whole time. That would be kind of funny, but then doesn't that also mean Edwin would have to come back? Oh, that would be even better. Hmm. Well, or it's okay. legit just is Blackguard. What? Now, know. if you, you, you made a dramatic statement about this is the, if Jillian is actually a spy and was never played, this is the biggest Odyssey retcon. If they make it so Blackard was behind Novacom, well, that would truly be the biggest Odyssey retcon of all time. Yes, it would be. It 100% would be. I still stand by the Jillian thing. At this moment, it's a giant retcon unless they can, they don't need to like prove it to us. But I'm just saying. I doubt four years ago when the character was introduced, this was where they were going to go with it. I mean, I think the the idea was always that she was going to end up with Jason. I think that's true. I do kind of think it went from Jason falls in love for someone who's bumbling to, oh, Jason falls in love with another spy. 
Now, I do wonder, maybe the original plan had some spy stuff in it. Like, maybe originally it was that she became a spy. Well, that would be interesting. And Jason, like, starts to train her. Hmm. I guess I don't know. I'm saying that, I like, maybe they always had, like, some idea in mind that, like, to... It, it, I, I think the Jason Jillian pairing was always in the cards. Maybe they had like a different idea, a way to go, but they were scared by how the fans reacted. No, I think you're right. Jason Jillian, at least from the first episode they were in together, was always in the cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I we'll see what happens. And that wraps up this week's episode. Join us on Wednesday for the next batch of episodes, and then. If part three releases on Thursday, we might not be able to convene to record, but we will get it out to you as soon as possible. Probably by next Monday. Yeah, well... By yeah, the, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to record on the weekend. Yes, uh, we'll talk about the schedule off mic. Anyway, yeah. I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.